Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fine, give me the gross feather. Uh, <laughs> Travis like reaches out one finger on his other hand to just like touch the edge of the feather. And with just the barest touch, suddenly your body is overtaken by a tremendous feeling of fear. All of the animal instincts that you have in your animal forms are reacting at the same time. It is the instinct of flight. You feel every hair on your neck stand on end. The world melts away, and it is though you are in a vast, dark forest, and you can see all around you hundreds, perhaps thousands of points of ghostly light circling around. Suddenly they stop and slowly turn their gaze until they are facing you. You are seen. You don't know by what, but you are seen and you must run. Absolutely terrifying. No, it's it's not supposed to be terrifying. You're supposed to see what you could be. And John, only- as John, it says that he's like rubbing his yeah. forehead under like his headband a little bit. You're you're supposed to get a gift, and it's supposed to be special. What did you see? I saw a bunch of things that saw me. Not only is this feather gross, it's cursed. <laughs> it's not it's not cursed. It's 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 divine. It's 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 magic. It's it, give me the feather. And he goes for it. <laughs> yeah, you grab it. Yeah. Um, it feels like a very fancy feather. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you you know, having a terrifying experience? Are you freaking out? No, because it wasn't meant for me. It was meant for you. You were supposed to see what you saw. It's supposed to be a gift. Well, it was a bad gift, and I'd like to return it. <laughs> or at least re-gift it to someone else. Jonathan's like, very taken. He's like, so, so far, his only experience with angel feathers has been what it has been. And it's, like, only been wildly positive and, like, life-changing. And, and like, so, like, he's having a very hard time, like, processing this. And, like, I, okay. Um, Jonathan, <laughs> my boy. Don't feel bad. You know, sometimes when someone tells you about a wonderful play and they just keep talking about it and they won't shut up about it and then you go see it and it's not that good, but you don't want to tell them because you don't want them to feel bad. So you say that you enjoyed it. But you said. Imagine I did that. (laughs) But you didn't. You told me. Travis just walks out of the room (laughs) as you're talking. And Josh is like holding the the feather. (laughs) I've never been to a play. (laughs) (laughs) The context that a 15 year old has and that a 
unnamed <laughs> yeah. angels being has for like new experiences. This transformer, transformational experience on one and another, but it's like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> Bye. Oh. Uh, should, we, who, who, should we get the party together? Or? Yeah. Where's that skull going? Do we uh, have to give all this to what's going? What's going? What are we giving up and what are we keeping? So the the things that you got, like those were the special objects. You also managed to come away with a couple barrels of like alcohol, like nice. some sort of alcohol. You didn't manage to like grab an, huge stores of food and whatnot, but you also grabbed just a tremendous amount of feather weave. It's been folded very thin, but it is a huge pile and it looks very unusual. Unlike most feather weave, which has stripes of red that when they're heated up, uh, sort of glow with this bloody kind of pattern. This is pure white, unlike any feather weave that you've seen before, but it is unmistakably that fabric. This much fabric, you could sell this for an unfathomable amount of money. It, it's just there are people who would fight battles over this, risk ships, entire ships, entire crews, hundreds of lives. Just we did to it hold with like six of us. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing the value of that, even though you didn't grab the food that the settlement was looking for, you definitely <laughs> opened up the shipping lanes that needed to be opened up. And there's so much wealth on the table right now that uh, when you talk to Sonia, it's like, okay, what wildly expensive thing do you want? We'll take the other wildly expensive mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gable requested to keep anything from the church, which right now is that book for sure and that feather. feather. Yeah. So I I think when I like walk off, I walk to find you guys. Yeah. It's like you're the, a little bit hurt too, right? So you would want to maybe, well, maybe not. No, maybe I think I'm, you, yeah. I'm, I'm maybe a little hurt, but not enough for me to care. I think everyone's got like cuts, bayonet, yeah, little little cuts and yeah, things. Okay. not bleeding out. Um, you for might sure. you might want to see him to make sure there's no soft tissue damage. But I think you heal well mm-hmm. generally too. And I heal handsomely. Think, I also yeah. don't think anyone in this world minds scars. Yeah, scars <laughs> is cool. Yeah, so we'll, we'll – oh. does Travis scar? That's a question that you can answer, Johnny. I, I think – I kind of think that each time he transforms and then transforms back, it's kind of like the – whatever stuff is kind of washed away. Cool, cool. Well, Anamorph like, style. Yeah. yeah. It gets like less and less of a scar every yeah, time the yeah. process goes through. That makes sense. Yeek. Which means it's also hard for you to keep tattoos. You and Gable have a similar problem. Yeah. I want to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually badass. You know, like a bug. <laughs> no. So, so you, I, I assume you guys make for. Well, we, we, we should go to the captain's quarters, probably. Yeah. Well, you you're probably going to be in the medical bay for a minute. So, the, it, but, but it took them a while to like float over to the thing, reel yeah. it in, yeah. open everything up. So, like enough time has passed that we can all. And it probably makes sense for you to store things in the captain's quarters because we all live in hammocks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it would make sense uh, for Travis to just stroll into the medical bay as though, like, yeah, nothing. Well, Nodos is at the door still because I didn't really. Oh, Nodos. that's right. No, yeah, Nodos probably wouldn't let <coughs> this Joker just walk through the door. No, but I but give he, oh I yeah. give specific yeah. instructions, instructions yeah. Yeah. to let to let the, that Joker walk through the door. Dref, I require your assistance. I need stitches. This was one of my favorite coats, and it's been damaged by a bayonet. Uh, I, as you come in, like I'm still like. Uh, you're still uh, like up and conscious, but mm-hmm. your your I'm like and, uh, Windle is is down. Uh, these people require my, my attention right right now. Haven't you learned about triage? Your shoulder, you're, you're bleeding. Do you need me to take a look? Yes, I told you. There's a rip in my jacket, and I'd very much like it repaired. Uh, all right, take the jacket off. Uh, he does that to get a better look at uh, uh, your shoulder. So Don't go goes, digging in my pockets so he, either. That gold's mine. He takes your jacket <laughs> off and he goes to like look more at your shoulder ah, to check the, the wound. It's fine. No soft tissue damage. It'll scar. Do you want me to stitch it? The jacket? Yes. <laughs> we can give the jacket to a tailor. <laughs> needles are needles. What's the difference? I'll show you the difference if you want me to. I don't stitch want. Your arm. No, my arm's fine. Well, that's the difference. Yes, my coat's not fine, and my arm is. How was the the, the, the take? Did we get 
the supplies. We got so tons yeah. of supplies and a spooky haunted feather that's gross. Hmm? You got what? A spooky haunted feather that's gross. Do you have it? I don't know. I think Jonathan has it. He was he was obsessed with it. He wouldn't shut up about it. Hmm. But we didn't get the goods that Sonia requested. Uh, oh, we... there's there's plenty of all kinds of it's stuff. Called trading. Have you done it before? Uh, Are you? We uh, <laughs> worried about honoring an agreement. It's but, like the equivalent. A lot of times, like oh, I want to have a sandwich, but you don't have any bread, but. I'll take your two oranges because I'm hungry. I would never settle for two oranges if I was hungry for a sandwich. <laughs> but what if, if there wasn't a sandwich to... there and I was hungry? I'll take. Well, you only said oranges. there was no bread. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. So what, what, uh, what, perhaps a wrap or a yes. sandwich on which I, I, I you were making two pieces of bread and two oranges in between. That's not a sandwich. Uh, Is that any, not? Uh, no, my idea. I've orange sandwiches the all the time. Uh, 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 that's. Uh, a, maybe a sailor's sandwich to I prevent get, scurvy on the high winds. But I, do you at least turn the oranges into marmalade No, first? I like the sweetness and the oh, tartness and c- then the starch. C- calm down, P- P- Paddington. You. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, that reference makes no sense to me. <laughs> it's a p- p- personal f- f- friend of mine. Are you trying out your tight five Someone, right will, someone will get it. <laughs> but, 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 but please, um, I... I we, I have to draw your attention to uh, Wendell. I uh, tried to save uh, his hand, and I... Um, he did some bad stuff. I overestimated. He, he's he's going to have an arm, but it won't uh, be the same, and when he wakes up, he may have some zombie arms over... He, well, he, he, uh, uh, yes. Zombie arm. A zombie arm is what, what he has, but uh, he may have... Uh, questions and he may be upset with the choices I've made on his b- behalf. Well, I'm glad you're here and able to answer for your choices. And <laughs> uh, uh, I was more asking for your maybe assistance in calming him when he awakes. And well, how do we want to handle the situation? Have you ever written a check? Huh? Have you ever written a check? What? what? Do you have an ass? <laughs> I, uh, and if you do have a bank account Might I remind each and every one of you that Your ass wrote a check my, my, your, It wrote it Wait, no, no, he wrote my, No, your ass you, can't write a check No, d- calm down Let me check my ledger uh, Here, Dref, it says that your balance is inadequate To cash the check that your ass has written and with this Wendell groans, <laughs> we, 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 we all entered into an agreement when I brought the captain back for the good of the ship that you would help hide my specific skill set. Well, yes, but we never agreed that you would just do it willy-nilly. But <laughs> I had to make a call to save his arm, and now we are in a situation where Wendell's fate is tied to our own because depending on... If he chooses to share my secret, the captain's secret could get out. Well, it sounds like we've only got two options. We cut off the arm or we kill him. Well, and I don't think he that's... starts to blink as he wakes up. I, I think the tincture that you use yeah. mm-hmm. acts very quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, because that's just dramatically convenient. Um, so Wendell like <laughs> stirs and, and wakes up. I, I think maybe there's a little bit of fogginess uh, that that people have after the, they, they take this tincture, but like he looks around the room, uh, he feels his stitches, uh, like presses his hand on the stitches, goes, and he did that with his arm, mm-hmm. and he looks at his hand that is like very clearly badly burnt. And then he looks over to Dref questioningly. Since I was the only one on deck with him when he burnt his hand, I want to try and convince him that Fish Hook cast a spell that made his hand like that. Hold that okay. thought because that is a good idea. But he, he turns to Dref questioningly. My arm. I. I feel nothing. You were burnt very badly. Uh, but there's no pain. Well, well, no. I touched the fire. There's no pain. Your nerves have 
most likely burned. He shifts and stands up. Uh, now, and he's looking at the arm. Now, 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 now. Um, you. What you have to understand is that you would have lost the arm. He moves towards Dreff and throws his arms around him in a big hug <gasps> as he lifts him off the ground and then puts him down and pats his shoulder. You're the best physician I've ever had. And he walks out the door. What? What? As he's, as he's leaving, as he's leaving, Jeff uh, says, "You'll need regular care." Uh, to, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, as he's as he yeah, walks as he out, leaves, Johnny, Johnny comes walks in. in. <laughs> hey, dude! Cool arm. His arm is weird. My arm is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I guess there were three options. <laughs> you did roll a triumph. Yeah. Uh, well, that uh, went really well. Okay. Uh, good. Well, I can maybe... Do you want to shut the door? Yes. Uh, uh, I, I relieve Nodos as well um, of, of his duties. Nodos is not injured, is he? Uh no, not really, like he's no. got some bruising. There's yeah, nothing that you could do. You can maybe give him a tincture or something to. I, I do, I do as much, and then I relieve Nodos as well. A little smooch on the head, <laughs> and uh, 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 a smooch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see to Wendell in private later to uh, apply. Um, you know, it will take some continued maintenance. To, uh, it, well, that went better than I imagined. It could have gone, John. You had. A feather? Well, I mean, Travis had the feather, but it's I certainly of, did not want it. Yeah, he—he, he, it's, I guess, it's, it's not a big deal. I guess. No, we'll get you a pet spider or something. Those are spooky and have a bunch of eyes. Let me see it. Let me see it. Uh, Jonnet uh, pulls the the feather, <sighs> and he kind of like. Off. He's, he he looks at it very hopefully. It doesn't do anything in his hand again, and he gets like a little just a little bit sad. And then he hands it over to to Liz. Do <laughs> or to I'm Liz sorry. get so, out so of here. Is, is he handing you the raw feather or the box? Um, I think I just had the feather. Give me that feather uh, raw. Yeah. Okay. I was just holding it the whole time, and so mm-hmm. he hands as it over to Gable. As soon as it is in the room with Gable, exposed to Gable, the eyes pop open again, but this time they are accompanied by a noise. Can anyone see the eyes or just Gable? Everyone can see them open up. Oof. Um, oh, good. Touch it. You're going to hate this. And they, <laughs> they fixate on Gable, and... Do they, I recognize it? They make a sound. And yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You you will definitely recognize it. They make a sound. It, it sounds like a faint singing, like many voices chorused uh. together. <laughs> and it is oh, bad yeah, sex is. noises. <laughs> um, uh, many voices chorused together, mm-hmm. and that voice is familiar. It's a friend's voice. Should I roll initiative? <laughs> you don't need to fight yeah. the fight. You, you don't even need to roll anything um, about no, it. No, I think what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna no sell it. Uh, I'm gonna hold it. Well, do then... you touch it? That's a question. Yeah. Those voices, like chorus, as they come to your hand and you touch it, mm-hmm. and to the rest of the room, there's a blinding flash of light as it disappears. To Gable, you feel. Occasionally, in private moments, just some mornings when you wake up and and don't feel right, there's a bit of a phantom limb pain that accompanies your missing wings. It's something that meditation, you can bury and sort of let go, but most times it is deeply, deeply painful, which is, as you've said, supposed to be the point. But you feel some relief. A small bit of relief over the hundreds of stinging needles that move over the structure of your wings. One of them winks out for the first time in hundreds of years. And you move it. You can feel it. It moves just the way it should. Even though you can't see it, you now know that it's there. And a small bit of knowledge returns to you. And you can decide what that is. We might even work that out later. Yeah. A recipe, a good recipe. <laughs> uh, but like, sick ass trap beat. <laughs> is there, is there, <laughs> no, is I don't there, have anything in mind right now. Okay. Is there yeah. anything physically uh, that you would like to describe about this process? 
that you feel is important or anything that you wish to convey to the audience? Like, I think that the replacement of a feather is first of all, something I didn't know could happen. And second of all, something that is never going to be physical. I don't think wings were ever super physical for me. Cool. Like they come in and out and they're like, it's never like your traditional, Oh, like that, that man has huge bird wings. They're like more theoretical and fiery in that, in that sort of way. Um, so this, it's not a question of like a bunch of pieces, parts, puzzles coming together. It's more an aura. That's mm-hmm. getting pieced together. Well, yeah, and I can imagine it works a little bit like the rest of your body. Like mm-hmm. you've said, it's it seems to shift. It's like a magic eye puzzle in a certain way. I feel like your wings have that quality about. Mm-hmm. And I want to turn back to Jonna and say, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't know it was mine. Dreadful, isn't it? At, at that moment, John just turns to Travis and points to her. Enough of you, all right? What 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 did you see? Did you, you see want, something? How would you go in and tell him I'm going to lay down? It is gone. The feather has disappeared. The second oh, it touched okay. people's yeah. hands, yeah. it has completely disappeared. My friends, I, I think... The, I'm stretching my most, l- huge long body on this tiny bed. Yeah. <laughs> just relaxing, c- kicking c- it. C- c- clearest and most c- c- concise way to say this is that we rang the civility's bell and an angel got its wings. <laughs> but in case that is unclear, I'll take it again. Wilson from the other side <laughs> of the door. <laughs> that reference makes no sense! <laughs> <laughs> Hey heroes, welcome to the mid-roll. I'm so excited you're here because I have got some fresh advertisements for you. The first one comes to us from Tiernan CP on Twitter, and it reads, To the OneShot Network and Community. I wanted to take this opportunity to give you a sincere thank you to all of the hosts and casts of the many OneShot Network shows that have provided me with so much entertainment and inspiration over the years. Every week I have so many great shows to help me get through each day. Y'all never cease to amaze me. But I also want to send a shout out to the community, filled with so many diverse, amazing folks. Times can be rough, but it's genuinely lovely to know that all these lovely people are out there bringing some light into the world. Being part of the OneShot community has made me a better player, a better GM, and I hope a better person. I can't express my thanks enough. Your Trash Cobald, Michael H. Michael, thank you so much for using your advertisement slot to say all of those nice things. And know this, in my heart, no kobold is a trash kobold. Or at least, I love all trash kobolds. And since all kobolds are trash kobolds, I love all kobolds. It's complicated. Love is difficult. But thank you so much. Candace sent in our next advertisement, and because it came to us well in advance, I've prepared something special for y'all. Please enjoy. All right, so we got a advertisement. Somebody sent in a personal message uh, for the nice price of $69. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. This comes to us from... The president. No. I, ho- I certainly hope not. Uh, this comes to us from Candace Cat Pajamas, and it goes out to Caleb Jonathan. Thank you for three-ish years of marriage, but already over a decade of love. Keep writing and being the kind, sweet soul that you are. I adore you and look forward to many years of giggles at nothing at midnight, trying not to die in D&D and stealing your desserts. All my love, Candace. P.S. You're the damn cutest Sir James D'Amato has decreed it. And that's true because I was the one reading this That one. is legally binding. Mm-hmm. That's binding. You're a sir? Uh, yes. I was knighted and by a queen. Mm. Yes. The Dairy Queen. 
The, the Dairy Queen. Nice. Yes. Well, yeah. that was nice. That was adorable. That was very, that was very sweet. Maybe with the exception of the stealing desserts thing. Yeah, so, I was so thinking the could same be, thing. That could be something that could become like an actual thing over, give it like two more years. As someone who has gotten a lot of desserts stealing over the better stealing, part of the last yeah, decade. From Buster. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. He, he like has gotten a taste for ice cream <gasps> lately and it pisses me off. It's very cute. No, it sucks. Okay. That's adorable. And I that's the it. thing. That's the thing that makes it bad is it's adorable. So nobody identifies with the fact that he's taking your ice cream yeah. from you. Do you think that thing in there about three years of marriage, ten years of love is one of those like, we've been happily married for 12 years, uh, we've been married for 25, you know, like one of those jokes like where, I think so, like a subtle dig. I, I was I was thinking that you were going to take it to like a riddle place. Oh, oh riddle. Three <laughs> years of marriage, but 12 of like, love. Like my other podcast, The Riddle Place. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all just do a bit from our other podcasts. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, um... Uh-oh, Tyler, on oh, the spot. Well, I have no other podcast. we got to get you another podcast. Tyler, okay, let's... let's ra- make... This advertisement's over. Now it's a working session to get Tyler another <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, I think, uh, what are your dreams? Uh, need jerk, I'm just... I would just beatbox for an hour. That um, would be... That would fucking yeah, yeah. And then I would just have guests come in and just like beatbox with me. <laughs> or try to talk to you and be like, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> why did you have uh, me over? <laughs> can I? Is this a thing like soothing beatboxing to help you sleep? Oh, yes. Sleepboxing. Wow. Whoa. Sleepboxing Whoa. with Tyler Ooh. Davis. Okay, that's the podcast. It, it's called it. Sleepboxing with Tyler. Uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts mm. and uh, donate to his Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Trying subscri- to get uh, 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 2000 a month. And it's, 2000 what? Uh, 2000 what? $2,000. Uh, and then when I get that, uh, we'll go uh, bi-weekly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's currently weekly. Yes, when you get enough yeah. money, you'll <laughs> cut down. You cut down. But the episodes will get three times longer. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's a winning Three moment. times longer. And they have to be eight hours because that's how long someone sleeps. So they'll be 24 <laughs> oh, yeah. hours as long. As soon as the podcast stops, you bolt, uh, you jerk up. <laughs> you need me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Candace, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much to Candace and Caleb for supporting the One Shot Network with their love and also, somewhat importantly, their money. If you'd like to hear your own personal message on the air, all you have to do is head to oneshotpodcast.com, click on contact us, and then radvertise, and you'll be able to book a spot just like this for at least the remainder of February, the nice price of $69. Um, I think campaign is done for the month, but there's still plenty of opportunity to get a radvertisement on one shot at that rate. And during February, there's a free way to get a radvertisement on air. If you want to be just like Mike earlier, you can get a free advertisement by tweeting about a one-shot show you love using the hashtag OneShotHearts. I'm searching Twitter for compelling tweets celebrating our programs, and if I like yours, I'll reach out to you about getting a free personal or professional message on OneShot. And just tweeting about our shows in general is a great way to help us reach new people. Finally, before we get back to the show, I want to thank all of our backers on Patreon. You help make the production of these shows possible. We wouldn't be able to afford Casey's editing or any of our performers' performances without your support. And if we manage to get up to $8,500 a month, we can turn Campaign into a weekly show again. No more long wait times between episodes. You'd get something every Wednesday. That's something I'm really looking forward to doing, but we need your help in order to afford it. Also, if you're thinking about joining the OneShot Patreon because you want to hear your name read on air, you should know that today is the final cutoff for the next batch of name reads. So if you've been thinking about a $2 or more donation, now is the time to do it because otherwise you're going to have to wait months and months to get your name read. With all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. In case it isn't clear, I'll, 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 I'll take it again. Um, the feather that we recovered from the civility is an angel's feather. And we are in the presence of an angel. Oh, shucks. 
Now, I've been told it is not you, although, Travis, I'm not quite sure what you are. I'm but not quite sure what you tell are. Tell him how old he is. You're, you're, you're old. You look old. You're an angel? Hmm? No, Travis is not. Travis is not an angel. <laughs> Most assuredly not an angel, uh, although he is very old. old. Okay, well you're very old. Well, I'm twenty-two years old. So am I. I'm fifteen. We I'm... know. <laughs> but Gable is, was, continues to be in some sense an angel, and hmm. has just had one of her Bingo. wings. <laughs> Return to her process, which, by the way, I'm very interested in learning more about. And oh, and, and now that you know this, actually, Dref, uh, you would know that an angel doesn't necessarily have a gender in the way uh, you would prescribe that to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might uh, cause you to question how you refer to Gable. And Gable was never very specific about how they should be referred to. Mm-hmm. And you've seen them called many different things in many different places. I think it's sort of like Gable's been around so long, they've just gone by everything. That that seems like yeah. uh, rather than being a non-binary character, more gender fluid. And it just yeah. whatever the moment brings, that's mm-hmm. what's happening. Did did Travis didn't know that you were an angel? I th- but do you think that we had ever talked about it or like talked to each other in real depth about how old we are? Over? I think we've talked, but not specifically. So we both kind of knew like we were sort of ageless, but we didn't know exactly what. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But wait, wait. We, did we know Travis was a changeling? Now I can't remember. Yeah. Yes. You do know that Travis is a changeling. You see, see him transform, but you don't know that being a changeling necessarily makes you ageless. Yeah. You just know that he turns into mm-hmm. animals sometimes. And this world is weird. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would very much one day like to know what the process w- was and, and what you're feeling now. And mm-hmm. You and, and me both. I don't know. Can can you, can you see into the future? Hmm? Can can you could you just do that? Is that a thing that you can do? Can you see into the future right now if you wanted to? I don't think so. Janet, no. People, angels can't see into the future. No one can see into the future. People can see into the future. It's it's possible. No, no, it's not. It's not possible. It's no. I saw it. No, wait, Janet. What you've seen into the future? I. Johnny gets up and he 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 darts out the room. I'll be right back. He gets hey. out the room, darts out the room, and he goes to his quarters to grab his feather that he has. We and should get him a pet. You should. Do you it, want to be his it, pet? It's, it's sometimes no. It, it, no. Uh, uh, hard, hard to uh, remember that he he is so young and doesn't have the the, the, the context for storms the back in with his feather Boom. and then uh, Lord he like, my no, another one. No, oh no. I does it react to her at all? It might. We also haven't determined, like, how many of us there are. When did we all go? 69. That kind 69. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, 420 years ago. <laughs> we do know a, a few of those Well, that means you know. Questions. I don't. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> you need to do 100 good deeds yeah. before you get turned back into, into a, a dog. dog. <laughs> back into a dog? Yes. yes. <laughs> Correct. And, and then you'll be the littlest hobo. Mm. <laughs> I think when John holds it out to me, I say, oh, it's yours. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Yes, no one should. Why is this ship filled with gross feathers? Are there more feathers? Should we should? Can I see the feathers? I've. Yes, there are, and I've spent a good portion of my life avoiding them. But it seems that that hour has run its course. Oh, and that at you saying that, John, mm-hmm. it like takes that very personally, and she's like, "Oh, no, but, uh, no, no, I'm no." How did you I, come to? Have that. I found it. Where? I found it back uh, back home. There's like a a field that like my dad would say that is like uh, one of the sites for one of the the big battles of old. And and I was going through. Uh, I was walking through there and and I saw a glinting up in a tree. And I climbed the tree because like I'm I, I like that. And and I <laughs> grabbed it. And when I grabbed it, I I saw a vision. And the vision I saw was so real, and and I was old, and I was tall, and I was strong, and I was, I was, I was a pirate. I knew I was a pirate, and I and I and I and I saw this these ships, 
and the ships were in this this bay and and I and I gave the order and the ships all started to rise. They were my ships. And then I, it was over. And then after that I I always felt this this thing at the top of my in my head. I've always felt this presence there and and well, and so he pulls off the the bandana. Ah! And <laughs> it's what is it? Is it bad? Sometimes it, it opens and it closes, and I don't know what it does. Sometimes and sometimes I I just want it to stay shut all the time. But it sometimes it's open. John, and John, I John, see John, no John, Joe, it is not bad. It is not bad. This is amazing. This is a gift. This is this makes you so special. Do you understand? Your dress special little boy. <laughs> and now we can do science on you. <laughs> Dreff pets his all hair. All of you. <laughs> I'll, I'll cut you all open. Uh, does Dreff does Dreff have know anything any of in any of the uh, forbidden uh, texts that he's read about you third eye? Could yeah, okay, you very well could. What's the uh, difficulty? Is this a hard one as well? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the only person's specific shit that you probably wouldn't know about is uh, Travis's, but everyone else, like you've kind of studied he's a secret boy. Oh boy, wow! So that is a triumph, a success, and three threats. <laughs> okay. So I know something about third mm-hmm. eyes. I've come across them this in reference before. They, they are commonly referred to as uh, seers or saints in the church. Like they'll describe a, a third eye. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be a gift from the God. That's how they describe it. And like these people are always like very important. Like if they don't rise to high prominence in the church, they do great things. But you do know the three threats, they usually tend to die pretty horribly. Like the only ones that you can think of, like it's very much the Catholic saint sort of thing and that they're martyred. Um, so you don't know if that's connected, but it's like one for one ratio yeah. of people who had this eye and people who died nasty, horrible deaths. Mm. It, it, it is a gift. <laughs> it is one that you will want to keep secret. People will know that you have a power, prophetic power, a connection to something ancient and something mystical, but that also makes you a target. You know how you keep my secret of what I do? Mm -hmm. We will all keep each other's secrets, and there will be strength in that. We will protect each other. I think we've learned a lot about things we've been keeping from each other for quite some time and it seems as if this is a turning point things are in motion that I have accidentally stumbled upon and moments are going to come fairly soon where we're going to need some power so I suggest we have a slumber party and we stay Gable's up all night still a little bit <laughs> up yeah, on this. I, we, we were all <laughs> with Gable until one <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, maybe maybe it is. Discuss. Uh, just stay up all night, have snacks, and talk what? about our fears, uh, and, and do team building exercises. No, uh, they've had uh, um, a fair share of it. Strong enough to a normal uh, person would be unconscious. Uh, uh, I don't know why you're narking on the sleepover. It seems like it would be a lot of fun for all of us. Okay, fine. Maybe we. I'll we, go to bed. We do need to discuss. The implications of the priest being on the civility was, and also the feather being on the civility as well. If the church is collecting a- mm. a- angel feathers, that could could be very bad for the world. Don't throw up. I, I couldn't if I wanted to. <laughs> Do you want to? I always want to, Travis. <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always oh, now it started to hurt. I'm always sick. <laughs> I'm always barfing. I'm the Hulk of barfing. <laughs> Uh, put that on a t-shirt. 
I do think that that's. <laughs> I should write that down. That's Jeff's new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret. I always want to. <laughs> I'm the Hulk of We're trying to get away from using existing IPs in this show, actually. Yeah, not anymore. I'm the non Marvel Hulk of Barfing. <laughs> I'm the Hank of Barfing. <laughs> I'm, I'm the great Hank. <laughs> The improbable uh, hand. <laughs> night falls. Night passes. And this group, we can decide whether they had a slumber party or whether they went their separate ways. That's John, it definitely sticks around for a slumber party that may or may not actually be happening. <laughs> so uh, are we keeping that skull or no? Uh, so again, or that this will is be, a thing that, that, that you will be discussed. Will, yeah, this is like got to come to the negotiation table because there are parts of this cargo that you're going to keep. And there are parts of this cargo that are claimed by Sonia. So your ship descends to port. And like there is a huge group of people gathered around the ship. They see the Uhuru. They see that it is undamaged. And like there are some people that you can tell in the crowd that have heard tales of Oromar Vale. Oromar Vale going off to face the civility and then coming back with not a scratch on the ship, like just tracks with his reputation. Like that is Oromar Vale to a T. If anybody could face the civility and live and live without a scratch, it would be Oromar. But he's dead and he got cut in half. (laughs) (laughs) But broke both of his greatest storytelling. But there are also others who would say, you know, any captain that said that they were going to go off and face the civility and have now returned without a scratch on their ship, they're cowards. They didn't do it. So half of the crowd very excited, half of the crowd like just looking at the ship in disgust, and some of them are just with interest because this was supposed to be a ship coming back with an incredible haul. And the ship docks. The plank goes down, and how did you prepare the captain to do his walk down the plank this time? Well, so we I did stitch up the captain's clothes, um, f- like fix over his... Oh, like, so you'll, you'll stitch his clothes. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but uh, uh, Draft stitched over the captain's clothes. He, he, he helped... Um, uh, He's got a very special relationship with the captain. <laughs> yeah, he helped to c- close the captain's uh, 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 chest hole. Um, so the captain looks uh, like he's in his... Oh, you'll close his chest hole. <laughs> he looks like he's in prime condition. And yeah, I mean, the, the captain basically... Ormar's not going to simply walk uh, down. He kind of has like a palaquin that he's fashioned with the, the loot and like the treasure that he's uh, mm-hmm. taken from the ship kind of all splayed out. And he's having uh, the crew like carry him down <laughs> on this palaquin as he's oh like, God. as he's laying on all of the, the, the treasure that he has taken with him. Yeah, this makeshift palanquin, uh, like the thing that that appoints it, that, that causes the crowd to gasp in amazement is the entire thing has oh. been wrapped in feather weave <gasps> and there's this stream Ooh, the drama, of feather weave that like comes behind it and you know like you'd think oh this would be kind of a dick move them making the crew carry like the corpse of this captain around hmm. but it's not heavy at all uh. Uh, and neither is like the massive wooden structure that makes it up because there's this feather weave on it and just the body heat of the men who are carrying it the men and women carrying it is just making it light to glide down and like the the weave just keeps coming which yeah. is what blows people away there's so much and the crew's happy to do it because we they all know we rich now so yeah they love drama uh what johnny what's the song from the end of phantom menace uh, Jewel of the Fates? Oh, God, that one. <laughs> 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 
so you already be... do that horrible thing to us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who wants to be leading the way? Because who's who's doing the primary talking? It, it, well, you said night fell. Is it nighttime or is it morning? Um, uh, you know, we didn't establish how long it takes to get from that position to come back from this position. I think it was night. You had your slumber party. You slept. And like this is now morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, we I don't know if we ever discussed it. Are changelings – how common are they? Not super. Okay, so it's something that I probably don't tell a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe you're somebody who who generally works a certain shift, like you're always working day shift. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that you have gotten this special bed area for yourself and you're usually not even using it. It's like, it's a massive, like, you're just doing it to display your power. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't sleep in it. Yeah. I think, yeah, Travis is out front. And th- that definitely pisses somebody off, for sure. He doesn't even sleep in it. <laughs> Meow, I'm a nerd. They're <laughs> 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 probably bringing the whole crew yeah. out. Yeah. The, I think the whole the, – the, they are ready for some victory. Like, there are people who are going to hit the bar immediately on the credit that they are 1,000% <laughs> sure that the Uhuru has. Like, at this point, the the people who did not believe in the legend of Oromar Vale and the audience who thought he was a coward that ran away, like, see this feather weave? And, like, there are already rumors going that Oromar stole the feather weave from off the civility itself. There are people cheering. There are people, like, tossing what little items of wealth they have in, like, celebration. Like, this is huge. A big party that uh, a lot of people are getting lost in very quickly. Nodos is kind of sitting on the side of the ship, just looking over the procession and looking at the four of you with the closest expression to curiosity that you've ever seen Nodos have. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else is like sort of like... You know, keyed up in in this uh, whole celebration thing, um, and Sonia is at the bottom of that that gangway at that plank, looking at Oromar, and you can tell there is just a touch of of the attraction that she had to him before. Uh, in this, she's seen him conquer the impossible time and time again, and more than anything else, more than the considerable charms that Oromar has. That's what gets people to fall for him. So you and your party are sort of guided into this uh, tented area for conversation, negotiation. There is just wild celebration outside. Well, is this sufficient? I've gone to get me and John at beers. (laughs) (laughs) I think that'll do. The question is how we divide it up. What else did you get? Well, there was a book which belongs to us as it belonged to the church as per the agreement there was should i should i be telling her all yeah. of the, okay yeah you can you can you don't need to say things. anything about the feather though sure yeah, yeah. We, mm. as far it's fancy box though she can have that box uh there was a fancy box that was very empty there was you know uh barrels of ale and wine and those will be ours for sure well some and uh oh i believe all of that well, just um, I'll have a sip. My question on how we were to divide things up more referred to how much of the weave you keep and how much of the weave we keep. We're going to be doing repairs on your ship as per our agreement. There's a lot of weave, a lot of wealth to go around. I think a 60-40 split is fair. That's mighty generous of you. I mean a 75-25 split. I mean a... No, <laughs> no, you don't need to give us more. <laughs> oh, no, no. 60's plenty. Mm. We'll be taking the 60 as we got 100% of it. And how do you figure that, Travis? Well, we flew up to their ship. We boarded their ship. We eviscerated their captain. We pushed it off the side of the ship, and we collected it with our big birds. No, I don't mean to... Flex my muscles too much on a former paramour, uh, she says, <laughs> looking over at Oromar. Again, this is much less icy than the last conversation, but I... Uh, Oromar, by the way, is um, disinterestedly uh, eating grapes. I taught him a trick to eat one grape. 
He does not have a digestive system, so I'm going to be fishing these grapes <laughs> out of him uh, later. But he is. Why would you do that? He, well, I wanted to, him to do like casual tricks, <laughs> and this is just he's there's too many grapes in front of him, and it's his, the command to issue him to stop eating the grapes is not working. Oh no! <laughs> like his mouth is just like full of. Grapes. Oh yes, it's just full of grapes. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's just like a baby. Eats. Uh, yeah, and like as she's as she says, former paramour. Like, there's a moment where he pauses in his grape eating and winks. No, yeah. um, of course. Uh, oh. Don't mean to flex on you, but you're in our port, and I know the Uhuru doesn't have cannons. You do have those big crossbows, but only one of them's pointed towards the fort. And uh, while your crew is impressive, it's not more than a town. So I feel like we're dictating the terms here. And I do intend to give you 40% of the feather weave, which is... That's a lot of feather weave. A lot of feather weave. Also, I don't know if... You have a way to cut it. Fishing into a satchel that she has, she pulls something out, gold and silver, does like a little trick with it and plants it on the table. And it is a set of scissors shaped like a crane with a gold-like body uh, that make up its legs. And of course, the blades of the scissors make up its beak. You've probably seen it uh, in a Johan's fabric or something (laughs) uh, before. But you know, in this world, one of the only reliable ways to cut feather weave is with a very specific set of scissors that looks like that. Interesting. Perhaps we make it a little more interesting. I'll play you for the split. Yes! She raises an eyebrow. She is tempted by this offer, but you've got to reel her in. I'm going to need you to roll for it. Sure. This is probably charm. Charm. Cool. Okay. Yes. Charm. Charm. It is going to be hard. She is holding all of the cards here. That's three. Yeah, that's three. Are these, these are threats. Those are threats. Um, yeah. So that's three successes and two threats. She smiles and puts puts down the horn full of wine that she had. You're on. Travis reaches into his jacket, pulls out his ochus and throws it on the table. With that, she reaches into her pocket and man, I wonder what her ochus looks like. Did we ever just did I ever describe Travis's? What's your ochus? Yeah, please describe your ochus, Travis. (sighs) Well, and this is like a real Ocus, yeah, too. I don't know. I never really thought about it. What is Wow, that? what a f up you are. I is know. it just a performer? You had months. <laughs> months. What, what does the the Forest Queen symbol look like? Okay. Is your Ocus like sharp? What do you mean? Like is it jagged? I just wouldn't want to get into a situation where your Ocus could poke us. <laughs> that wasn't to, even worth it. I want to pass bit. away. <laughs> That reference doesn't make sense here. <laughs> None of them will. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like a circle. Oh, this she's wearing like kind of a crown of leaves here. So maybe it's a crown of leaves. Like that's the circle. It looks like there's the sun. I, here. I think the sun's in the middle sun's and the it's center. kind of divided into four for the for the seasons. It's sort of like yeah. a, it, it's it's sort of like a watch. It looks kind of Ooh. like a watch, but like a watch made of nature. And I think there are uh, certain Illimat boards that you see that that have this uh, shape to them. Mm. Because like those four, those quadrants can also form the seasons. Yeah. Uh, and some people use uh, the, the Forest Queen's board. So so that's your Ocus mm-hmm. is just her insignia. It, is it metal? Is it? Yeah. I, I think, think all Ocuses are metal. Yeah, yeah. I think it's metal. Um, maybe like a and old I think brass kind of thing. Maybe the way that you tell if it's like a real one or not, there's like an indescribable kind of life to it. Even though it is like solid metal, since it is sort of watch-like, I think you can hear and feel like a faint like ticking or pulsing, kind of like a heartbeat in it. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that Travis has like this watch clock theme going yeah. for him. <laughs> 
especially because it is the specific art direction that I gave to our artist before we established it. Um, so her Ocus is not a real Ocus. It looks like a sort of roughly braided and tied up wad of hair. Ugh. It's a beard of the first man I ever killed. Oh, gross and cool. That's a fancy looking thing you got. It's just an Ocus. Nothing more. In the back, Gable is going into their coat to get a flask because they know that this is about to go real bad. <laughs> <laughs> just taking a big old swig and just planting, seeing what's going to happen. Wow. Um, so the only way that I could see moving this forward is actually playing it out. We'll be using my deck, though. And my axe. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, GPC. You've done it. You've saved us. That's it. The perfect end. Oh. We return to the audition table once again, and we see a new figure approaching our crew. JPC, what does this person look like? This is a kind of a hunched over uh, creature in a <laughs> with a, a red bonnet uh, tied around uh, her head. She's uh, wizened and old. It looks like she's spent many, many years in the sky and the wind. She's very tan and rough-hued, but has this like softness to her spirit. Uh, she's walking very slow and the like obviously like a, a very uh, old woman and uh, she uh, has a, a small plate with some red saran wrap over the top of it and she uh, uh, places it down on the table uh, next to her uh, headshot and resume. Hello there. Uh, good morning. Uh, what was your name? Morning. Uh, I've been up since 4 a.m. I made you all some uh, snickerdoodles. Oh, I love snickerdoodles. Well, they're all for you. I you enjoy. Uh, uh, my is... name is uh, Granny Soft Spot, and I've got a soft spot in my heart for all of you. <laughs> well, I gotta say... I'm being won over already. What exactly is the flavor, Snickerdoodle? I never cinnamon? quite understood that. It's a sugar cookie with cinnamon and a, a little bit of a, a, a love. <laughs> well, Why don't they just call them cinnamon cookies? It's well, nice. I could make you a cinnamon cookie if, uh, if you would so prefer, but what I've made you is a Snickerdoodle, and I find that old Granny Softspot Snickerdoodles are a little special because they'll give you a little snicker. And then I'll give you a little doodle. Don't and then she me. touches Do you. Not touch she me. touches you and she like pokes you in the ribs a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, I'm going to win you over. I'm determined to win you over. What's your name? It's Travis. Travis? Well, Travis, do you like sunshine? Not particularly. Was your name Granny at birth? <laughs> I'm sorry? Did your parents name you Granny? Yes, it's short for Granifer. <laughs> <laughs> and Granny is my nickname. How, uh, how, if you... Don't mind my asking. Mm-hmm. How old are you? I never mind you asking, but that doesn't mean I'm going to tell, now does it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm 107 years old. Jeez! <laughs> I'm sorry? Oh, that's pretty impressive. Did God, I say, spit, how no, old are you? Good for you. I must be around there somewhere, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah, you could be. Who knows? That's. Uh, you'll have to understand that your age... While impressive is not necessarily a, a benefit to becoming a an errantner, it's we need youthful spirits, as it were. No offense. Oh, no offense taken. While my body might behold my spirits as youthful as they come. <laughs> wow. Are you? What's that noise? That oh, you... just laughing. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the laughter keeps me young. I, I've always said that, uh, you know, a smile a day keeps the doctor away, and a laugh per week keeps the doctor at the peak of his health. Oh. <laughs> so it works. Uh, uh, speaking of doctor, well, uh, we do did require... You, did you need pee? <laughs> Hmm? You said speaking of doctor? No, not you. Oh, okay. Just any doctor. Uh, we... Unless you want to do... you. Drev isn't actually in charge of doing all of the uh, 
uh, intake, everyone has to do a, a fiscal. So if you could I'm listen... I'm not in charge of that? Well, you are, but we... we, we Okay, just I don't. Yes, I mean, we would probably feel like I'm you, losing duties. Jeff, if meeting. you could just give a a quick uh, examination to just to, to, to determine Granny's spot. any uh, other would, any of her uh, diseases, as it were. Uh, would you permit me to do a quick inspection uh, uh, with, with, with your permission? Yes, that's fine. Well, I'll tell you. Oh, uh, her. Uh, uh, you can try to do a physical inspection, but if uh, your little fingers come anywhere near me, I'll be shoving them uh, cut down your throat, <laughs> you little pissant. <laughs> Oh, I gotta my. say, I love this woman. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting there. I don't get any funny ideas, Spit Boy, uh, because uh, you might love this woman, but uh, this woman's got a big old knuckle sandwich that she can feed up to you if you get any ideas, uh, you frisky little dingo. Yeah, I think she's exactly my type. Now, actually, I am looking over uh, the headshot. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, physical appearance isn't exactly what we're looking for no, when yeah, we're hiring I crew members. I understand that. It, it can be relevant in some cases, though, and... I, I can't help but notice what big eyes you have. <laughs> you know, just all the better to uh, see you in a cloudless night and spot uh, enemy attackers mm -hmm. coming at us. I mean, it would be not so significant if it wasn't coupled with what big ears you have. Well, the, these old things, well, you know, ships are off a creek here. It's best to uh, differentiate between the sounds you hear in the night. <laughs> And uh, I don't think either the ears or the eyes would affect things one way or the other if I didn't notice what a great big nose you had. Spit, you are being incredibly rude. Oh, no, it's a compliment to him. Uh, the woman uh, has a muzzle. Oh, my you Thank you so much. All the better to uh, sniff out trouble. Don't oh, tell really people that their noses are really huge and also a muzzle. Well, thank you so much, young lady. That woman is a wolf in human disguise. No, no, I've never been so offended in my life. Tell us something only a human would know, yes. and a wolf wouldn't. Uh, deer urine smells awful. Okay, oh, true. Okay. true. Well, I can't argue with that. And as a human, I don't, I didn't know that. No, uh, yes. Uh, uh, did you know that uh, humans often hunt in packs? Uh, uh, oh, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, doggone it. Uh, the, the jig is up, I guess. Yet another wolf applying for a human job. Look, okay, please. Okay, let <coughs> level with me. <laughs> all, right, all right, I'll level with you. You level with yep. me. The I'm a wolf. I'm a wolf, okay? I'm <laughs> from the forest. Uh, <laughs> I got priors. I'm not I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying not to slip back into my destructive ways, and if I could get a job on a ship, I know that I could uh, straighten my life out. I... I could be useful. I could be useful. How? Uh... Uh, I did make these snickerdoodles, okay? <laughs> uh, I don't know what your cookie, like, bakery, you know, situation is on the ship, but uh, I've been in disguise as a grandma for, like, 72 years. And so I Wait, so time. you're a 107-year-old wolf? Oh, yeah. I wow. would not lie about that. Uh, I mean, this is what I look like. This is not a disguise. You are uh, just a marvel of biology. I am I think we should have you on just to show people. Okay, well, I'm not going to sign up for some, like, dog and Pony show, Cam. Uh, I, will, I, I will be a 107-year-old combat wolf who bakes on your ship, but I will not take some pity-ass job. I'm, are you sure you're not up for the dog and pony show? Because we did just hire a pony mm -hmm. in human disguise the other day. We are very bad at our jobs. And the, the pony is very much interested in doing a show. Uh, if he had a canine compartment partner who would be interested in performing with him. If you had to say rate your intelligence uh... above, above human, <laughs> definitely above human. All right, I'll perform with your pony. If you pay me three square meals a day and you don't make me do any uh, uh, manual labor, uh, I'll do your pony show. Sold. All right, Tony, welcome aboard. <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at, at @campaignpod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com. Like Design Doc. Join hosts Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign their first role-playing game. Design Doc is an experiment in public participatory analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave. 
on Mainstage with Second City, or at IO with Devil's Daughter. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or at Comedy Sports Chicago with the One Woman No Show. Travis Matigo was played by Johnny O'Mara, who could be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. Dref Wormwood was played by John Patrick Cohen, who can be found on Twitter at JPSoFly, on stage at IO with Devil's Daughter, or on his podcast, Hey Riddle Riddle. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at ATPTunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The World of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The role-playing game used for this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Health to the strangers who've ever been kind And once for our friends ne'er to rise Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the sky Uh, This is from a Reddit post entitled JPC Recommendations from January 3rd, 2014. Looking to change my loadout to a JPC. Looking for recommendation on which brand is best value for money. TMC, Avengers, Emerson, etc. But not CRYE. For the love of God, I won't spend $250 on an Airsoft JPC. One thing I need is a black JPC, which is pretty hard to find. (laughs) Also, if anyone knows if a normal JPC with medium plates or slightly cut medium plates will fit a guy who wears small t-shirts and weighs 135. Edit. To clarify, I'm looking from reviews of people who own a JPC. (laughs) Anyway, that's my new favorite thing that I've ever seen on the internet. That's getting posted to Twitter immediately.